Good morning, everybody. Kevin Draco here with his dream house, along with Seth Mark and Kevin Kistner, our producer, brought to you in part by Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom, Colorado's largest appliance and mattress retailer. This dream house, if you don't already know, is a program that's all about the home and much, much more, as you can tell by listening to our show uh, lately. And we're going to discuss renovations, remodels, and converting your property into your dream house. We'll talk about food. We'll talk about sports. We're going to kind of talk about everything. Uh, we're also going to navigate common homeowner pitfalls and even give you advice on buying and selling homes. If you have any questions or comments, contact us by email at thisdreamhouse at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at This Dream House, and we'd love to hear from all of our guests. Mr. Kistner, Jokic, MVP, yes or no? Oh, 1,000 billion trillion percent, whatever the biggest number in the world is, yeah. Now, you don't think there is this biased, this East Coast biased in voters who says, yeah, but he's got it two times in a row, and he hasn't won a championship. I think... I think that's kind of out the window now because they can't argue against it. Kendrick Perkins went out this week and tried to argue against it. And my boy, J.J. Reddick, shut that down real quick. Because when you look at Jokic, dude, the dude is the most selfless basketball player out there. He is not selfish at all. He's averaging a triple-double. How are you going to argue against that? You cannot argue that he's not the best player in the game, the best player in the world, because he's averaging a triple-double. Has that been done in the NBA? I don't even know the statistics it, to it. Uh, it has. It's been done a couple times. Okay. All right. All right. You heard it here, man. Jokic, MVP. Here's to hoping. But by the way, anything less than an NBA Finals exactly. is a waste of a season in my opinion. Here's the thing. We did the research uh, a while back, and it said three guys have won three straight MVPs. Okay? It's Larry Bird, Wilt Chamberlain, and uh, oh my gosh. It might have been Bill Russell, I think. And... All three of them at least made the NBA Finals or won the NBA Finals in okay. 90% of those nine years there. Sure. If Jokic doesn't get his team to the Finals this year without – I mean, and everyone's healthy, that's not a good look because now these three MVPs kind of go are a waste because you, you didn't get to the Finals. You didn't win it. I mean, you're not going to win another one ever again possibly. How cool would it be to have an NBA Finals in Denver? My dad would is so ecstatic right now. <laughs> right on. All right. So, hey, hey, Seth, I got a question for you that I think I know the answer to. Okay. You like a good burger? Oh, my gosh. It's one of my favorite things. I could eat that almost every day. You know, I could, too. And they say, you know, uh, if you eat lobster every day, eventually you're going to want a greasy cheeseburger, right? Yeah. I, uh, um, I feel like if you ate lobster every day, you would need the occasional cheeseburger <laughs> to... <laughs> To balance out your diet. Oh, man, now I'm hungry. Well, you know, one of my uh, new things here to do is to feature local businesses uh, that I find incredible. Yeah, you've been bringing in some incredible guests uh, and really kind of digging, uh, taking a deep dive into Denver's dining scene. I don't know if it speaks more to my cooking prowess, which you know I like to cook. However, maybe as much as I like to go out and eat and find are different you, places are you better, Denver. Are you better going out eating or are you better cooking? Uh, I'm probably definitely better going out and eating. Uh, Okay. You know, (laughs) the question is how much does my wallet like it? Yeah, that's a good point. (laughs) Indeed. However, I really hope our listeners do. If they are looking for a place, I promise you, I have been to these places. Yes. I have visited them multiple times. Okay. Usually within the same week. Uh, And there's a reason for that, right? Um, For me, it's as much about the food as it is about sort of, service as it is about ambiance 
as it is, right? The people that are there. What I hear you saying is it's the complete package. Yeah, it is. It totally is. And so I would assure our listeners that the places that I'm bringing on um, have all of those particular things in common. Okay. Uh, and so today, I have Dave here with my brother's bar. How are you, buddy? Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Kevin. Uh, appreciate uh, the invitation. Thank yeah, you for having me. I, I mean, I, I tell you, I, uh, it was so ironic how we found your place. I happen to always be looking for places, and you came up on one of the Denver internet publications about, like, best burger in Denver. And I always look through it to see, oh, well, what it is. And I saw a picture of your burger, and that was all I needed to see was the picture. So I took a picture of the picture from my phone, because me and my wife are always looking for places to go. And I saw you weren't too far from uh, where I live downtown, and I thought, oh, all right, I'm going to bring this place up when my wife says, hey, let's go look for somewhere to eat. Uh, that was a sa- that was a Friday. That Monday after that, I come home from work, and I thought we were going to be eating at home. And my wife says, hey, you want to go out to dinner? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> when don't I want to go out to dinner? And she's like, well, uh, how about my brother's bar? And I went, no way. I just <laughs> saved this picture. What would make oh, but, you yeah. look it up, you know? All right. And so there we are. And we came over to you, and I could tell you, what an incredible experience from not only yourself, you took a lot of time to sit and chat with me and my wife, but the entirety of your staff was absolutely phenomenal. And then the piece of resistance was the meal that came, Chef. Oh, my God. And, and you, I know I took all your thunder because you have frequented my brother's bar. I have been eating and drinking at my brother's bar for 10 years, maybe longer. So uh, it's something that I... I just love. And somehow you failed to mention it to me. Although I don't go out to eat very often, I do have my finger on the pulse. Yeah. <laughs> but you, and you know right. I do. You wouldn't have said, like, hey, Kev. No, I just wanted to. Uh, Take I, it to yourself. Yeah, I wanted to keep, it all, I wanted to keep it all to myself. I don't I, I selfishly want to have a table there at all times. So yeah. it, it pains me somewhat to talk of this place because, to me, it's a hidden gem. Um, it however, is. however, but it's not a hidden gem, right? No, because, because it's, it's always packed. packed. It's always packed. Now, we happened to get there, Dave, on a night it was a little bit slower, but tell us a little bit uh, about, let's start like at the very beginning. Um, maybe start with, you bought it, I think you said 2017. That is correct, yeah, early 2017. Yeah, and, and you were in the medical field. That's correct. And and however, your beautiful bride had worked there for how many years? She's been there for uh, 35 years. That alone says something. Um, but tell us a little bit about its history, how far it goes back, because, folks, I'm telling you, the ambiance and the uniqueness of the history is what makes it as interesting as well. Yeah. Well, my brother's bar has been around since 1970. Uh, Jim and Angelo Carragas came out from Detroit and uh, found the cheapest place they could find uh, to start their place, and uh, they uh, opened up my brother's bar. But the place uh, that we're in uh, goes back to 1873, and, uh, so that's before Colorado was even a state. That's correct. Uh, By three years, I think, right? Because yep, yep. it was 1876. That's correct. Three years state. before state, uh, the Colorado became a state, and 15 years after Denver was founded. So, in that location, In that too, location, right? yeah, but with the oldest bar continuously serving. Yeah, and what was, what, any idea what the name was 
1873? Any idea? Well, it, went, it started out as Capelli's Boarding House. Okay. Uh, some Italian immigrants, Mary Capelli, uh, basically they built the building for a boarding house for Italian immigrants. So they had uh, boarding upstairs that used to be two floors, and uh, they had a bar and, and restaurant. Downstairs. And, uh, awesome. Called Capelli's. Yeah. And so how did – this is – I love all these stories, by the way. We might need two shows. Uh, how does my brother's bar get its name? Yeah, so uh, one of the uh, early uh, bartenders from uh, when uh, Jim and Angela started the place uh, worked at a classic radio station here in Denver. And uh, when he came to the bar to work, he'd uh, dial in uh, the classical music station. And uh, so we do classical music, and it's been continuously piping in classical music. Which is unique, but my brother's bar came from the bill collectors, yeah? That is correct, yeah, that is correct. So Jim and Angelo would uh, basically tag team. One would be the uh, chef, one would be the bartender, and whenever there'd be a vendor come and collect his uh, bill, he'd say, well, don't look at me, it's my brother's bar. Right on. And Because, yeah, nobody, you know, you didn't get in the mail, they actually came to collect then. But let's get back to that classical piece, because I dig that, chef. I mean... When we were there, the music was low, and I I, I knew it was it, it was what I'm going to call softer music. It didn't really dawn on me uh, that you played classical. But when so when was he a DJ in uh, Denver? This bartender, any idea roughly? Um, I would have to say sometime during the uh, 70s, mid 70s. I don't know for sure, but sure. I'm thinking sometime during yeah. that time period. And so he he's, works for the station. He'd come on duty and he'd put classical music on. Yep, that's right. And so you guys all just decided, you know what, we need to continue that. That's kind of something that you do. Um, even as much as when you do your patio, sometimes you bring a, a, a quartet in for classical music, right? Yeah, we don't have it on a patio, but uh, prior to the uh, prior to the pandemic, we would have like a summer concert series, and we would bring in like a uh, like a quartet, classical quartet, and uh, once a month that. we would play um, live music. What a cool vibe that is! And um, the other thing, no TVs. Right. You're no, not, if you're going to my brother's bar, you're not going to go watch necessarily the game. And what's the purpose behind that? Well, we don't have any kind of TVs. Uh, we're there for conversation. And uh, we promote uh, conversation, people meeting people. Uh, we've had stories where uh, two different people would come in and they would meet two different parties. A, a guy and a girl met, and they ultimately got married. How awesome uh, is that? So, yeah, so conversation yeah, so I love is what that, we're right? On. A little bit of a throwback. You know, everybody thinks, well, wait, if we can't, you know, uh, even our phone, I was inclined not to go on my phone during my meal just because there was no TVs, and I had talked uh, talk to Dave, and I was like, oh, no, I didn't want to go on my – like, this is a cool vibe with that you don't find. So we got classical music, we got no TVs, um, and we have this – very very old bar and it, the bar is the original bar to the place yes that is correct which i yep. love man it has all that patina on it chef like i know you've been there many times yeah and one of my favorite things about my brother's bar is the location um it's right down there by the confluence and yeah. uh, next to REI? Right, right down, right across the parking lot from REI, right on 15th and Platt. Yeah, yeah, so it seems to me that this is a location that's grown up around the building. Mm-hmm. I would love to know, you know, back in 
in, in antiquity, it must have been in the middle of a cornfield. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a pretty sketchy area uh, back then. Uh, we had the viaduct going across the railroad tracks into That's downtown, right. and we were kind of right on the end of that. Yeah. Um, just dilapidated warehouses uh, were on 15th and Platte there. <clears throat> yeah, and so then we get to the food. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, I did... And I, I really can't quite figure out if it's the JCB or – but it was uh, – and, of course, I have to do it the right way because the picture I saw was a double, so I had to get a double cheeseburger. Mm. And it had um, cheddar cheese and it had cream cheese and it had um, um, bacon and uh, pepper uh, jalapenos on a chef. Yeah. And it was just – I have to be honest, it was a little messy because of the cheese. Oh, yeah. Was, oh, yeah. yeah. You know what? I did not care. There was nothing left. And then you have the fries. Another cool thing you guys do is you have this little condiment caddy that mm-hmm. you bring to the table, which I thought, well, that's also kind of a oh, – is I that f- something that they that would start it in the past there, or did you add that? No, that was uh, that was uh, history. Yeah, you know, and so they come the caddies. and it's – Yeah, the right, relish pic- tray. Yes, yes. it's pickles, yeah. relish. Uh, pepperoncinis, onions, uh, onions uh, your your ketchup and your mustard, and I was like, oh my god! And then the fries. I don't even yeah. like fries. I mean, I'm inclined not to order fries mm-hmm. generally, but I thought with a big burger, if I'm still hungry, which I really could have gotten away with just the burger because it's massive, uh, that I would have fries. You know what, chef? I left. There wasn't one thing left on my plate. Nothing, and. You guys come in at wraps and wax paper. Yeah, yeah. We don't have any uh, utensils, plates, or anything. We have forks for uh, dessert, uh, salads, and that kind of thing. But uh, we really don't have uh, plates or silverware, which is I love. I absolutely love because you wouldn't need it. I mean, it really. My whole take was um, to an experience of days gone by, Dave, and I think you really uh, bring that. Um, to the table uh, for your guests. And I, I, I'm assuming that was sort of your design because you have kept um, so much of the originalness to it. Yeah, we haven't really changed anything. As far as the internal vibe, it's all the same. You can go back, and it's probably been like that for ever since its inception, really. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and I want to talk a little bit about your chef and a little bit more uh, about the history of it. Uh, But first, word from our sponsor, Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom, Denver's number one appliance and mattress retailer. We'll be right back. Don't buy until you shop Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom. Save 30 to 60% on thousands of appliances. They get exclusive factory buys from the manufacturers at huge discounts and pass the savings on to you. Guaranteed to beat Lowe's and Home Depot's sale prices. Save 30 to 60% from GE to KitchenAid at Appliance Factory, Colorado's appliance experts with a 4.7 star Google rating. Plus, Mattress Kingdom inside Appliance Factory. Work with a sleep expert on mattresses from Tempur-Pedic to Purple. Don't buy until you shop Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom. Kingdom, visit appliancefactory.com. All right, everybody, welcome back to this dream house. We're sitting here with Dave Newman, owner of my brother's bar, five star experience. As far as I'm concerned, you have it all, Dave. You know, Great Kevin, I was, I was, Go. I was adding up in my head the amount of times I've been there. Right, maybe. 30 times? 30 times. Maybe, me, chef. maybe more. I don't know. Because um, come summertime, my favorite thing to do is pop 
downtown from from uh, where I work, which is off of 84th. It's just 10 minutes away. I find some convenient parking. I go sit on the patio, and I have lunch at my brother's bar. Yeah, and, and Dave, you were telling me now – uh, it's all weather dependent. It never used to necessarily be that way, right? That is correct. Uh, with the prior ownership, uh, Jim would go by the calendar, and uh, it, at like it's September, uh, whatever d- date it was, he would say close the patio. We wouldn't open it again uh, until March or April, even or maybe even later. But we go by since we took it over. Uh, my wife and uh, son and I, Danny and Paula. Uh, we we uh, open it up whenever the weather's good. So if the weather's decent, even a uh, nice January day. Yeah, you know, and, you 40 know, I think day, that's 40, common 50. in uh, downtown Denver, isn't oh, it, absolutely. Chef? I, I mean, think it, that's... You don't ever see people put their stuff away, no, so kudos to you. I mean, you know, it, it could be 70 degrees tomorrow in the middle of the winter. So, yeah, you want that opportunity. And I love that. I just I want to talk a little bit more about the patio. It's trellised. And it's got ivy, and when you sit there, it does not feel like you're downtown. It feels like you're uh, in a countryside. It is, and it transforms you to a different place. Yeah. Well, and I mean, the whole listen, man. I, I got to tell you, that was what was so memorable for me. I've only been twice now. However, that was twice in a week. Um, that um, it, the whole vibe just transformed you to, like I said, just a place that no longer necessarily exists that you uh, can't find every day. I think that's what made it so, for me, lovable and likable, besides the fact service was great, uh, food was good. And if you're listening now, it is my brother's bar. And Dave, tell me, you have no signs. I wasn't sure I was at the right place. I had to open the door and look in, and I looked back at my wife and said, yep, this is it. Yeah, uh, that is one of uh, interesting uh, things about my brother's bar, we don't have any kind of outdoor signage. People do find uh, find us, amazingly enough. We do get a lot of people that are kind of standing around a corner, kind of looking around. We got to go outside and say, you looking for my brother's bar? And, oh, yeah, yeah here it, we are. I'm telling you, I did that because I had my um, my little GPS tracker on, and I'm walking, and it says, like, you're here. And <laughs> where's here, right? And then I looked through the ah okay I looked through the window and I opened the door and I'm like oh, okay this is the place uh, but I love that and it doesn't hurt you and I think that speaks volumes too while for Kevin uh, this is sort of a gem uh, but I don't think it's a gem for Denver I think a lot of people must know you're there because you do one heck of a business yeah appreciate that um, so you also another thing that I found very very interesting is. Um, You've changed none of the recipes. These recipes. Now, have you added stuff? or We added a Reuben sandwich. A Reuben sandwich. Yeah. We had, a, uh, we had a, a turkey Reuben, but then we ended up uh, adding an actual Reuben, pastrami Reuben. Right, and, which I love pastrami. Mm, but i so got to be honest. If I go to my brother's bar, this is the bad thing. When I go somewhere and I find something I like, it's going to be all about the burger, and I love pastrami. You have no idea how much I love pastrami. Maybe I could get them to the name a Kevin burger, and we'll put pastrami on the burger. Well, here's what there I love go. about the menu <laughs> is that, yes, the burgers are, I think, the star of the show, but the menu really has a ton of uh, depth. Like there's uh, you know turkey sandwiches, and there's, um, uh, there's salads, and hot there's dogs. hot dogs. and there. So when we, when we go, we, we – um, my girlfriend likes to order something different every time, and she still hasn't gotten all the way through the menu. So um, I appreciate that. It's both simple and small and somehow 
has a ton of options. Has I mean, a little bit of diversity. It's it's incredible. And the por- and I haven't had the hot dog yet. And I love hot dogs, by the way. I gotta mm. be honest with you. Yeah. Give me a good hot dog. What's what what's the biggest what's the best seller hot dog there, uh, Dave? What's that now? Is it the best selling hot dog? Yeah. Or, uh, we just uh called the Beethoven Ten. It's a, it's a brat. We do have a hot dog and we have a brat. And so um and how about in, in desserts, right? I mean you guys got a few desserts going on. Yeah, we've got cheesecake, delicious cheesecake, New York style cheesecake, the thick cheesecake, not the that heavy, creamy. Dense. Yeah, not yeah, that yeah. creamy stuff. That's not even cheesecake. That other stuff, buddy. Yeah, no, I got to huh? be honest with yeah. you. It needs to be uh, thick cheesecake. Yeah. So let's give a quick rundown here. So we have my brother's bar, Dave. What's the address? It's twenty three seventy six Fifteenth Street, right on the corner of Fifteenth and Platt. Right near REI, right down around the corner from the aquarium. Yeah, and what's the what's your hours? Uh, Monday through Monday through Friday, eleven to ten. Friday, uh, Friday and Saturday, eleven to eleven. Eleven to eleven during the week. Yeah, yeah. Ten. So you close at ten during the week. You're open for yeah. lunch. That's all yeah. people need yeah, to know, and you all need to go there. Let's recap this, right? Uh, longest is it standing bar and restaurant or is it one or the other? Well, we prefer there's not a whole lot of room to move around, so we'd prefer everybody have a seat. No, 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 but I'm saying the longest oh, it's the oldest. Oh, I see what you mean. It, oldest bar? Yeah, the oldest oldest, oldest bar, 1873. 1873. Yeah. No signs to my brother's bar. If you're going to go there, you're going to hear classical music, right? That is Which correct. I love. Yep. Yeah. Because you're in this bar that's what? A couple hundred years old and plus and it's the original bar in there, and they got classical music playing. But you wouldn't expect that when you walk through the door. You just wouldn't. It has all of the charm uh, of the original building. And um, then you just get this incredible uh, burger. I, I, I'm going to just say, look, there's a lot of good things on the menu. But if you're going for the very first time, you need to do a burger, and I highly recommend you do the double. Even if you can't finish it, don't worry. It is still uh, that good and no TVs. Why? Because you promote uh, conversation with your guests and with your staff. I found the staff so friendly and so willing to give you the time of day. And, and they most of your staff has been there for a long time. And I think that speaks volumes through a pandemic, through a time when, you know, the service industry is having such a hard time keeping people Dave, you got to be doing something right, man. Yeah, appreciate that. Reza is our uh, night manager, and he's been there for 40-plus years. And your chef, how long has your chef been there? Around 20. 20 years, and haven't changed uh, uh, the recipes at all. So if you were going 20 years ago or however long ago, right, it's the same. Um, you, you, why? Am, what, what's to improve on when it's that good? Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's classic burgers and a classic establishment yeah yeah okay everybody uh don't walk run go see dave if you happen to be in there look man tell him you heard him on the show tell him you heard our show uh we love that and um i we're out of time dave i want to thank you for coming in today uh and sharing your beautiful business down there with us uh it really is uh, a pleasure um to to go to your go to your place man you guys do it right so thank you Thank you so much, Kevin. Appreciate it. Mark, thank you. Okay, everybody. Thanks, Dave. All right, everybody. It's time for our...
10 second tips from Chef Mark, sponsored by Appliance Factory Fine Lines, Denver's luxury retailer. The next time you're in Fine Lines, ask how you can qualify for an in home cooking class for you and 10 of your closest friends with my co host, celebrity chef Mark, my good friend. All right, buddy. Yes. Um, we're going to ask a question about burgers today. Ooh, I love it. All right, Kev. That's the subject. You oh, got the I clock. like burgers. I, I, yeah, who doesn't? <laughs> However, uh, over or under, Kev? I'm going to go over this time. See, it just depends on who Chef wants to win because I'm convinced <laughs> if he wants me to win, he'll be like three words and he'll be done. I don't know the last time we've won, each of us. Uh, it hasn't. Well, because we're going against each other. That's so, all right, let's try a different strategy today. See if he really gets us upset and says neither one of you are winning. I'll go over two. Okay. All right? All right. Are so you all you're set both there, going, buddy? So you're both going over that I can't answer the question yes. in less than 10 seconds. Yes. You know, I've historically. And, and answer the question in I, a diligent way. Yes. And I've actually, I looked through the history here, and I do have a losing record. Yes, you do. You do, but then occasionally you surprise us. Last two weeks, I think he's gotten it less. Yeah. Actually. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Here we go. What is the best way, in lieu of my brother's bar being on, to uh, make a juicy hamburger, one that is not dried out at home? Go. So I like to do it like my brother's bar. They cook their burger on a griddle. I like to do it in a saute pan with a big knob of butter so you get golden brown and juicy on the inside. <laughs> Go ahead. 9.6. See? I'm telling you. Now, that was a little lame of an answer. I have to be honest to you because you think he would have at least thrown in what the ideal inside temperature should be for that juicy burger. Don't you think, Kev? That would have taken half a second, at, though. No, not necessarily because he would have had to explain the temperature he's giving. 137 degrees. Right. <laughs> but, but you would have still had to say, and to keep it juicy and not dry, yeah. I recommend it to be at 137 degrees internally. Well, that would have taken two seconds. I Okay, so I could go on and on about how – you can cook a juicy burger at any temperature, from rare to well done. If it's cooked properly, it's still going to be juicy. Yeah, not forget that well done stuff, man. That's like, why would you do that to a piece of beef? I hope everybody. Now, I do know, actually, people who do like them well done, I can't understand it. If you're coming to my house, you ain't getting one well done. You Me- might get it medium. Medium. But you're never going to get it well. Let me ask I, you. I have some well done people in my life. Um, I cook it until I'm offended. And then I leave it yeah. on for a couple more minutes, and they still go, eh, not enough, not enough. Jimmy Sudo's Burger Chef, they literally are cooking it on top of the onions, the sautéed onions. Oh, yeah. Is, is, now, because it doesn't seem like it would get enough heat. Are they? Are you searing it on both sides before putting it on top of the onions? Is White that Castle style. Yeah, Those kinda, are sort of, right? They steam them, and then they finish them on top of griddled onions. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, I love the concept of that. My wife sure. does. I love it because right. I've tried it. And it's come out okay. And you wouldn't think a steamed burger would taste good, but for some reason, ground beef actually steams okay. Yeah. But I like that crust. So I like the way our friends at my brother's bar do it. On the griddle, lots of butter, get that crust on there, and then they cook everything just perfectly. It's always yeah. juicy. And, you know, when they do, like, a double, like, it's a thick burger, man. Yeah, because they put a piece of cheese on the burger, and then they put another burger, and, and then, then another, another piece of cheese, yeah. and then it like, and then they melt that cream cheese melty. on the top. Oh of yeah, that. It's like the cream insane. cheese jalapeno, oh. and then they do a really well um, 
done. They're they're incredibly flavorful, but the, they do those long term sautéed onions. You know the yes. ones that have been just sitting there. Oh, and let's like, and marinating. We haven't on even the talked about the hours. We haven't even talked about the French fries. What I, I told I I talked about it in the episode, right? I don't eat. I'm I'm a guy that could. Pass on, Kev. Can you like fries? You pass on fries, or you eat fries? I, I, I eat fries. Yeah, I see. I could pass on them. I'm not passing on those. It's so good. There. I mean, here's what I like about. It. All right, perfect fry, real quick. Kind of crunchy on the outside, but potato soft. Pillowy, on the pillowy on yes, the side. That's what they do. I know it's so good. Kev, are yeah, you agreeing with that? I, or li- no? I like a softer French fry. Yeah, but crunchy on the outside, or no, just completely like. Kind of like those, not the. Like with the softer ones, like at McDonald's, they're not too burnt. Right. They're just nice and just, they're easy going. Yeah. Now, of course, you know, if we were talking chicken fingers, this guy here would be. Oh, he's I got an expert. I'm the expert. Well, yeah. And we, we've talked about this before. Like for me, you know my absolute go-to for uh, chicken fingers. Up in Thornton. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Shatters, baby. Oh, yeah. Best chicken oh, fingers really? on the plant. Chef, you oh. haven't been? I have not. I've been to Chowders many times. I've never had their their chicken fingers. It, it, I good. feel so weird because I know Kevin takes some heat for ordering chicken fingers, but when I go there, it's the only thing I'll order. Not because the other items on the menu aren't good. They're that good, and it's a treat. It's like if I want chicken fingers, I'm there. If I want a burger, I'm going to my brother's bar. If I want, you know what you I know? do there? I get the chicken fingers and the steak. There's a, a, a combo a, a combo meal. I never heard of that. Yeah. <gasps> It's like, it's like surf and surf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or turf and turf, rather. Turf, turf and pen. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, listen, I hope you guys enjoyed the show this week. Uh, we will be back next Saturday, 8 a.m. Be sure to tune in to this Dream House here on 104.3 The Fan for more great information. Uh, all about... Boy, I want to say the home, but now it's all about the Denver lifestyle. Have a great day, everybody.